Three readings. The first reading, we've heard already, but let's read it again. Psalm 78, verse 4. We will not hide them from their children, but we will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power, and the wonders he has done. Steph, will you come and read our next one? It's going to be Exodus 12, 24 to 27. Obey these instructions as a lasting ordinance for you and your descendants. When you enter the land that the Lord will give you, as he promised, observe this ceremony. And when your children ask you, what does this ceremony mean to you? Then tell them, it is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord, who passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt and spared our homes when he struck down the Egyptians. Then the people bowed down and worshipped. That's it. And then Pete, can you do the last one, please, Bob? While they were eating, Jesus took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and offered it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink of this fruit of this flock of the wine from now on until that day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. Okay, so three different passages of scripture. We're going to touch on all of those. Uh, we're just going to think a little bit about what they're saying to us and what we can be putting into practice. Can you remember the last time that you ate something really amazing? <laughs> it's like split second there, but maybe someone cooked a meal for you. Maybe someone baked you a cake. Perhaps you went out to a cafe or a restaurant, or you just took a bite from something you bought at the shops and thought, wow. Just with some people near to you, just very quickly, share uh, something that you have eaten that just made you go, wow. Just share with someone nearby, what's the last thing you ate that made you do that? Right, let's get our imaginations going here, guys. I want you to imagine for a moment that you are sitting around a wonderful table that's just covered with all kinds of different foods. Everyone at the table is tucking into different dishes. Now, when you eat something delicious, what is the very next thing that you might want to do? I'm hearing a couple of different answers. Both of them are, are, are good and are right. Some people said, eat some more, which of course you'd want to do. The other thing that I heard is this. You want to tell someone about it. You want to share it with them. Just work with me, guys. Maybe, let's just think about this a little more. Maybe you're chewing on something tasty and you turn to someone in your family and you say, try this. Or you have a forkful of something and you think, my sister would really like this, so you offer her the bowl. Oh, thank you. Some people are so excited about what they eat. What do they do? They take a picture of it with their phone and they put it on Facebook or Instagram because they want to share it with everyone. Some of you are looking shamed about this. Don't feel shamed about it. It's fine. Because it's what, you, it's what people want to do. They want to share of these good things together. You see, it's natural to want to share good things. And that is what today's service is all about. About sharing good things with others. Our passage for today, remember, it says that we will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, His power 
and the wonders he has done. Passing on good news about what we have experienced is a natural thing to do. And we share stories with others about our faith in God as simply as we tell people about the food that we have enjoyed. Now, I'm going to get to the food on the table because this is going to help us. We're going to, I've got three points and three visual aids that will help us with that. So the first thing that I have on the table, I don't know if you can see it from here, and I'm very wary about tilting it because it's going to fall off. Can anyone see what this is? Pizza! Pizza. It's a controversial pizza because it's got pineapple on it. And I'm going to be very careful with this because this is my lunch for today. But we have a pizza here. Isaac, can you tell me what's been done to this pizza? What what have we done? Is it all in one piece? No. No, what have we done to it? Cutted it. We've cut it in pieces. I don't know if you can see. It's It's been cut up. It's been cut into slices there. The reason why is because it's there to be shed. And so the first thing I want to say is this. That my first point is this, is that we are to share with one another. You see, God's people have always shared God's stories about him around the dinner table. One of the foundational stories in the Old Testament is the Exodus, where God used Moses to bring his people out of slavery in Egypt. A day that is called the Passover. And right in the middle of that story, God tells them to remember it how? With a meal. In Exodus 12, which is what Steph read to us just a moment ago, we can read about a yearly feast. Lou, last week you were telling us about feasts, weren't you, and celebrations and festivals. This is one. Every year, yearly feast where they would eat lamb and flatbread and other foods. And in Exodus 12, it tells us that the children will ask their parents questions. This might be a bit of a dangerous question, but I wonder what are some of the questions that are asked when you spend time around the table with people? Whether it's for a meal, or maybe it's for playing board games, when you're doing crafts, when you're doing homework, perhaps. Actually, it's important for us to think, actually, what are some of the questions that we ask? What are some of the things that we talk about when we're in those situations and with those people? See, at the Passover meal, the children would ask what these food symbols meant. And using the different foods, the parents would retell the story of what God did to save his people. So when you sit around a table with your family or with your friends or when you're with others, and when you talk about what God has done, what you are actually doing is you're joining in this history of God's people sharing stories together. They're not stories to just be kept to ourselves or to learn by ourselves. We're to share them and we're to remind one another of these stories. So that was my first point. The pizza represents sharing with others. There's some more food. There's a big bowl of food here. Can, children, can you help me with this one? Can you, what have I got here in this bowl? Now that is it a kind of, it's not a kind of noodle, is it? It's made of stuff. It is. It's a big bowl of spaghetti. I don't, this probably isn't for my lunch because that's a whole lot of spaghetti uh, in there. But what is spaghetti is not, when it's cooked at least, it's not all straight, is it? Do any of the children want to come and take a piece of the spaghetti and just help me demonstrate something? Sorry, parents. Want to take a piece of spaghetti? That's all right, you can take a few bits. 
It is cold, sorry. Can we eat it? You, if you want to eat it, you can, but just <laughs> check with your parents if you can eat it. But um, don't eat it yet, because I'd need you to just have a piece in your hand. Yeah. In a minute. <laughs> Molly, do you want some pasta? <laughs> Eva has taken a handful of spaghetti, you're right. You're right, everyone. You take a few bits. Okay, right. With that piece of spaghetti, what can you, you can bend it, can't it? You can move it around. What kind of shapes can you make with your spaghetti that you have? You can eat it. You can eat it, but at the minute, just... You can, you can... Oh, yeah. This is... I've been attacked by spaghetti for the first time ever. Let alone in the church. Yeah, we can make it a skipping rope. Yeah, great. Right, do you guys want to sit down? The point I'm trying to, what I'm trying to make is this is that spaghetti is all wiggly. It goes up and down all over the place. And so my second point is this, is that we need to share the ups and the downs. Okay? I've said that God's people share stories around the table. And it is possible that some people think that when a Christian tells a story, it always has to be about nice, neat, easy things, where everything goes well and it finishes with a happy ending. But if you think about books, or films, or even nursery rhymes, you realise that actually all good stories have their ups, but also their downs. The Three Little Pigs would be a boring story if the wolf just showed up with a cake and they all had tea. That's not how that story goes. And maybe you can think perhaps of some of your favourite stories, maybe some of your favourite films, where actually the, the danger or the peril of the lead character actually adds something to the story. So when God's people tell stories, it's important that we share the downs as well as the ups. And our main Bible verse for today was from Psalm 78, but if we were to continue to read through the rest, there's many more verses to that chapter. Actually, we see a whole history of ups and downs. A whole history of God providing for his people and being faithful, but also a whole lot of his people forgetting what he had done, or turning away from him, or choosing not to worship him any longer. Again and again, God's people forget God. They struggle, they make mistakes. I definitely hold my hand up to all of those things myself. And the psalm writer shows how God continues to be faithful even when his people are faithless. That is good news, isn't it? It is good news that God is faithful to his people even when they are faithless. And this is true for us too, even when we become Christians try to live for God, we will have struggles, we will face difficult times and it's important that we are honest with what we share with one another around the table because that not only makes our story more interesting or more relatable but it also shows how God meets us in the middle of our difficulties. It may be that talking about family life raises difficult emotions in you because your own experience of family has been very complicated or disappointing. But today, we want to encourage each one of us to pass on your faith to the next generation and children, to pass on your stories to your friends and also to adults. But we also want to say that whatever your situation, your family situation, everyone here has an important story to tell and has a part to play in sharing God's good news with the world. We need your experiences. We need your questions. 
We need your encouragement if we are going to be the church family that God is calling us to be. So when you look at spaghetti, remember that we're to share the ups and the downs. And finally, one last thing. We have some flatbread here, which would have been like the type of bread that they would have eaten, shared at the Passover meal that Jesus would have had in the verses that Pete was reading when Jesus broke bread with his friends. They would have had that bread. And so that's our third thing. And our third point is this, is that we are to share about Jesus. We just spoke a moment ago about the Passover meal. And when Jesus was on earth, he sat down at a Passover meal with his friends and he picked up that, a flatbread like the one that we just saw. type of bread that they always ate. But instead of just telling the story of God saving his people from Egypt, he said that the bread was part of a new, a new saving story. He said that the bread was like his body, which was going to be broken on the cross, not just for the Jewish people, but for everyone. He told them to keep eating bread and drinking wine together to remember that he had died and would rise again and was coming back to put the whole world right. When we talk at the table, people ask questions, we might not always know the right answers. Sometimes we can be confused about things to do with life. We can feel confused about things to do with our faith. But whatever the question or situation, we can always turn our attention to Jesus. What might Jesus think about that question? What did Jesus do in his life that might help us today? How would Jesus respond to this situation? So we are to be those who share from one generation to the next. To share of his wondrous deeds, to share of the wonderful things he has done. To share of the stories that we read of in the Bible of the history of God and his creation. To tell as we've done already this morning in a little way as we've been sharing about the wonders that God has done in our lives even this week. Let's be those who share. Let's see if we can remember. Using our visual clues, the pizza. It's cut in pieces, why? Because it is to be shared. We need to be those who share with others. Secondly, our spaghetti, we're to share the ups and the downs. And thirdly, remembering that bread as Jesus would have taken it and broken it, we are to share about Jesus. Here's the thing, I want to have encouraged you today in this, but for each of us it comes to a point where we have to actually just do it, don't we? We actually just have to share with one another. So let's be those that share of the wonders of God, looking for opportunities to be able to do that. Whether it's around a dinner table, whether it's when we're gathered here together at church, whether it's during the week, whether it's texting someone at some point when something pops into your head that you want to share with them, to encourage them or to bring glory to Jesus. We're actually going to come and we're going to break bread together now. Mike's going to lead us in that. And actually in breaking bread... In, in many ways, we're, we're sharing a story together, aren't we? We're remembering just as Jesus did with his disciples, with his friends at that time. It's a gift that's been given to the church to help us to share, to encourage, to remember, to give thanks for what God has done for us in Jesus. Mike, come and um, 
if you come and lead us in this. Okay, thank you.